Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Headquarters. A huge vote is approaching on changing D.C.'s failing public housing. This is Kyle Cooper. A Silver Spring man charged with one murder awaits two additional murder counts. In Rockville, I'm Dick Uliano. Down day across the board on Wall Street. The Dow was down 163 at the Monday close. Good morning. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. It has happened. The Congressional Committee investigating the January 6th insurrection has voted to recommend that former President Trump be prosecuted for his role in it. A previously unseen interview with Trump advisor Hope Hicks showed the former president resisted efforts to call off the mob. He said something along the lines of... You know, nobody will care about my legacy if I lose. The former president called the committee a kangaroo court and again falsely claimed the election was stolen. Deborah Alfaron, CBS News, Capitol Hill. Snow, wind, ice, and frigid temperatures are in the holiday forecast for millions as Arctic air sweeps across the U.S. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson at the map. You've got brutal winds for the East Coast for Friday and then a flash freeze where temperatures drop an incredible amount, 30, 40, 50 degrees in a span of a matter of hours and probably about 12 hours, and then you could even get a coating of snow. So uh, basically, if you are traveling Thursday or Friday in the eastern half of the U.S., you should expect delays or cancellations. The Midwest and Great Lakes regions could be in for a major blizzard this week with airport and road disruptions starting on Thursday. Monday was expected to be the busiest day of the year at the nation's airports. Nine-year-old Edwin Rodriguez was flying out of Charlotte Douglas International in North Carolina. Happy holidays, um, Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year, and always get here early because there's always online. A verdict in the trial of a disgraced movie producer in a Los Angeles courtroom. Here's CBS's Matt Piper. A jury finds Harvey Weinstein guilty on one count of rape involving a woman known as Jane Doe number one. But the jury was hung on several other counts where a mistrial has now been declared, including an accusation from the wife of California's governor. The 70-year-old had pleaded not guilty to all seven charges against him. He's already serving a 23-year sentence for sexual assault convictions in New York. The jury of eight men and four women deliberated for nine days over more than two weeks before reaching its verdict. The dethroned crypto king Sam Bankman-Fried is reportedly ready to face the music in the U.S agreeing to be extradited from the Bahamas. CBS's Vicki Barker has that. Gone were the T-shirt and baggy shorts that had been his uniform as head of his now bankrupt cryptocurrency company FTX. Instead, the 30-year-old was wearing a dark suit and white shirt. An entryway to New York Central Park has been dedicated to the five black and Latino teenagers who were wrongly convicted of the 1989 rape of a white jogger. The men, once known as the Central Park Five, are now remembered as the exonerated five. This is CBS News. Voipa's group term life insurance helps you secure your family's future. While Fegley coverage is based on your salary, Voipa provides up to $1.5 million in coverage regardless of salary. We also offer increased benefit amounts for your spouse and children. And in the end, they matter the most. Learn why over 46,000 feds chose WEPA to protect their families. Learn more at WAEPA.org. WTOP at 103. Tuesday morning, 20th of December, 2022. Clear, calm, very cold this overnight early morning. Low holding in the 20s till daybreak. We're 28 in our nation's capital right now. 
Tuesday morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early 1 a.m. ride. That'll be the local stories we're looking at for you. In case you haven't heard yet, the House January 6th Committee is this week urging the Justice Department to now bring formal criminal charges against former President Donald J. Trump, calling for accountability for the former president and a time of reflection and reckoning. The panel has also made ethics referrals involving several members of Congress. More now from WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller Tuesday morning. Maryland Congressman Jamie Raskin says one of the four criminal referrals against the former president involves obstruction linked to certifying the 2020 election results. The whole purpose and obvious effect of Trump's scheme were to obstruct influence and impede this official proceeding. The ethics referrals of members of Congress include the House's top Republican, Kevin McCarthy, for failing to answer the committee's subpoena. Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan, who's slated to become House Judiciary Committee Chair, has also been referred to the ethics panel. The January 6th committee has also adopted its final report, which will be released later this week. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. Former President Trump is dismissing the committee's criminal referrals this Tuesday morning in a statement. On his true social account, he writes, what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. Also writing that he went on television on the day of the attack and told everyone to go home. But members of the committee say Mr. Trump and his aides were pleading with him at the time for hours to call off the mob. And he only did it reluctantly and very late in the end. WTOP now at 105. Congress is busy trying to finalize a $1.7 trillion government funding bill with a new deadline looming this Friday night. But disagreements among Democrats over whether a new FBI headquarters should be built in Virginia or Maryland are reportedly holding up this bill. Politico reports this morning House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer and other Maryland lawmakers are pushing for changes favoring their state. While Senator Mark Warner and other Virginia lawmakers are trying to keep wording in that makes it more likable more likely, that is, for the FBI HQ to end up in the Commonwealth. That is according to numerous lawmakers and aides this week who spoke on condition of anonymity. Two sites in Maryland, Greenbelt and Landover, as well as Springfield, Virginia, are in the running right now to land the new headquarters. Stay tuned. It's 106 on your Tuesday morning. A crucial vote is expected later today, this Tuesday, in the nation's capital. It's one D.C.'s mayor hopes will begin the turnaround of the city's troubled public housing system. D.C. Council is expected to vote to eliminate most of the current elected and independent housing board members and install an appointed reform board. This after a scathing federal report that says the city is failing to provide decent, safe, and sanitary public housing. Current board member Janet Parker, who also lives in public housing, says this is not the answer. My role is to be the checks and balances on the power of the mayor. Tens of thousands of people are waiting for public housing. Council Chair Phil Mendelson is in favor of moving forward and has said the current board is viewed as dysfunctional. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. WTOP, the microphone turning that on would help, right? WTOP News Time, now at 107. Planners in Montgomery County have put together a new map that explores the county's history of racial segregation. The online interactive Mapping Segregation Project, as it's titled, shows areas of the county that had racial covenants during the 20th century that prohibited homes from being sold or rented to black people and other minority groups. 
Washington Post transportation and development reporter Catherine Shaver this morning says researchers on this are hoping the map project itself will reveal how previous patterns of discrimination in the county might continue to play out. They really want to look at, you know, how are these racial covenants part of the roots of segregation and also part of the persistent wealth gap between black and white families in terms of what kind of home they could buy, where they could buy it, and how that value got passed from one generation to the next. Other parts of our area, including D.C., Prince George's County, and Alexandria, are also mapping racial covenants. The Silver Spring man charged with killing a White Oak gas station attendant and suspected of other murders, including that of his pregnant girlfriend, has been found mentally incompetent to stand trial. A Montgomery District Court judge found 31-year-old Tory Moore a danger to the community, committing him to the Department of Health for further psychiatric evaluation. It's important to note that he is not freeing the community. He is being held without bond. State's Attorney John McCarthy says two more murder charges are pending against Moore for the death of a woman eight months pregnant whose body was found in his home. He's likely going to be transferred to Clifton T. Perkins Hospital where he will be evaluated for competency to stand trial. Moore must be arraigned on the additional murder counts and faces a future mental competency hearing. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP at 108. Rich Hunters in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, still dealing with the crash cleanup on 50 eastbound before you get to Freeway Airport. Crash that occurred last night in the 10 o'clock hour. Uh, that continues. Uh, they still got the two right lanes blocks. The two left lanes get you by. Really not enough volume to cause any big delay, but just be aware they're still out there working. And then on the Bay Bridge, the eastbound span blocked for overnight maintenance. Westbound carries two-way traffic, one lane for each direction of travel, and as of late, no delay. Uh, as you continue west on 50 through Annapolis, Bowie, across the Beltway and Lenderman, and headed inside the Beltway toward the district line, you're in good shape so far. Uh, Virginia Beltway still working on the Adaloop between the GW Parkway and the Dulles Toll Road. And then between Route 7 and I-66 in each case, down to a single left lane through each of those work zones. And don't forget, in that second work zone, the ramp to westbound 66, exit 49 is closed. Uh, detour will divert you over to Route 50 Arlington Boulevard to head west toward Nutley Street to rejoin 66. In a loop between Arlington Boulevard and I-66, two left lanes pass the work there. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Not a bad-looking Tuesday and Wednesday. Both days, low to mid-40s with sunshine. Thursday is the day to watch for. The rain making its way in could make travel rather difficult. High temperatures in the mid to upper 40s on Thursday. Friday, highs early, upper 40s to low 50s, but then much colder during the afternoon as Arctic air makes its way in for the weekend. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. We're at 70, that was 70. I wish we were. We're at 30 degrees in College Park, 29 in Fairfax. Also 30 on the National Mall, 28 in Holding. Not even close to 70. 28 in Holding. This morning, I'm our Tuesday morning, December 20th. This check on WTOP brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. Glad you're with us. 110 on WTOP. Welcome in. Kansas City Steak Company, another AmericanEagle.com success story. Started in 1932 as a family-owned butcher shop, today they're a leading distributor of superior all-American steaks delivered right to your door, ready for the grill and your taste buds. When it came to their website, an average site wouldn't do. They chose AmericanEagle.com to take their website to the next level. With a dramatic increase in competition and a softening market demand, they had two challenges. Improve their brand presence and message and produce a positive return. AmericanEagle.com got to work and executed using 
usability studies, and detailed audits of site experience, digital assets, and marketing. The result, an integrated digital marketing and customer experience plan, organic traffic increase of 20%, and a long-term roadmap for success. If you love great steaks, go to KansasCitySteaks.com. For website design, development, and online solutions that bring efficiency and results, visit AmericanEagle.com. If you need a results-driven website, call the team at AmericanEagle.com at 877-WEBNOW-1. That's 877-WEBNOW-1. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. This is WTOP News. WTOP at 112. Good Tuesday morning, December 20th. Glad you're with us. Welcome in. As we get ready to bring in the new year of 2023, it is time to exhale and examine some of the things we've learned from 2022. Let's get right to it this morning with CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger. 2022 definitely sponsored by the letter I. Inflation and interest rates, the two biggest stories of the year. And maybe one of the biggest lessons to learn from this period is, you know, even when you have great economists and experts and Federal Reserve officials tutting about something that's going on in your real life and you know something different, maybe trust your gut a little bit. And what I mean by that is it was just about a year ago when we still were hearing from a lot of different people saying, hey, inflation, it's temporary or transient. And yet we all felt that prices were higher everywhere. And maybe the best thing we could have done in that moment was to say, wait, yeah, inflation is here. It is going to stay higher for longer. Maybe we need to be planning accordingly. And the other part of this is that always question your own assumptions and others' assumptions. So when we came into the year, interest rates were at these very low levels, basically 0% in the federal funds rate. Now we're at four and a quarter to four and a half percent. And maybe the assumption that interest rates would stay low forever was something we should have actually been much more curious about. Like, well, what happens if they did go up dramatically? How would that impact me? Those two double eyes of inflation and interest rates truly had the greatest impact on our lives this year and in both cases it was it would have been a very smart thing to say to yourselves hey wait a second what if something different is the outcome here and jill throughout much of this year we have not been able to shake all of the concerns and talk about a recession and as we end the year it's still lingering And maybe this isn't the worst thing in the world, by the way, because whether or not we go into a classic definition of a recession or not, it doesn't really matter. The economy is slowing down. We had the first half of the year, we were shrinking, actually. The third quarter, we had an upswing in economic activity. Now it's moderating some. I think it's clear going into 2023, the combined impact of higher interest rates and still high prices is going to slow down the economy further. Whether or not it's a recession does not matter. Do you know why? Because the antidote to that is the exact same answer. And that is 
you know that things are slowing down. You beef up your emergency reserve fund to the best of your ability. Again, you're shooting for 6 to 12 months of your living expenses in a safe place. Number two, you reduce high-interest credit card debt, high-interest auto loans, high-interest adjustable home loans. You attack those with ferocity so that you get that under control. And the last thing is you really want to make sure before you make a big change in your work life that you are properly assessing your position. If you've got a great relationship with your current boss, don't throw that away just for an extra bit of money. Because if the economy does slow down more substantially in 2023, you're going to be happy you have a relationship with a boss who really values you. So in other words, kiss up to your boss a little bit. It wouldn't Mm -hmm. be the worst thing in the world. CBS Business Analyst Jill Schlesinger. Talking money and planning for 2023 here on WTOP. You're listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Yeah, Novi assisted on the first of Nick Dowd's two goals in 11 seconds, the second fastest back-to-back goals in franchise history. Ever do that in a game before, Nick? No, usually they're spread out over multiple games, so that was good. <laughs> Dowd's one-liner courtesy of NBC Sports Washington and the Caps' seventh win in their last eight courtesy of Dmitry Orlov's goal in the final seconds of overtime. The Green Bay Packers got a much-needed 24-12 win over the L.A. Rams to keep their slim playoff hopes alive, needing to win out and get a lot of help, some of it from the commanders who currently cling to the last NFC wildcard spot, entering a short week against a tough opponent in San Francisco when Ron Rivera is calling for all hands on deck for the stretch run. This is what you live for. This is the crunch time of it, and you got to want to be there and got to want to be part of it and do whatever you can to get on the field. And hopefully some of these guys are healthy enough and ready to go, and we're not going to expose anybody that's not ready. But if a guy can be out there to help us, we'd sure love to have him on the field. We'll see if that finally includes Chase Young, who season debut has been delayed multiple times. It will include Taylor Heineke as the starter. As Rivera said, he's not yet inclined to make a change at quarterback. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob. As always, 117 on WTOP. Tuesday morning, December 20th. Welcome in. The top stories we're following for you on TOP this morning on our Tuesday. The House January 6th committee is this week urging the Justice Department now to bring criminal charges against former President Donald J. Trump and others. We'll tell you how the former president is reacting this morning. U.S. Supreme Court delaying the end of Title 42, as it's known. It means Trump-era immigration policy can continue for now, allowing asylum seekers to be quickly turned away at the border. Harvey Weinstein found guilty of rape at a Los Angeles trial in another Me Too movement of reckoning. Weinstein is already serving prison time after being found guilty in New York. Stay with WTLP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Tuesday morning, 20th of December, where the time now is 118. Good weather on the 8th, and when it breaks, good morning to Rich Hunter with us in the WTLP Traffic Center. All right, on eastbound US 50, John Hanson Highway, as you approach uh, Freeway Airport, the crash cleanup completed, all lanes have been reopened, no leftover delay. Uh, if you're traveling on the Beltway in Maryland, still in good shape through Montgomery and Prince George's counties. Uh, I-95, the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, running well between the two Beltways. Parkway looks good inside the Beltway, headed down toward the district. 
270 north and south, also free and clear. Now, if you're traveling in Virginia, 95 northbound, as you head north of Route 3 up toward U.S. 17 Falmouth, work zone blocks a single right lane you get by without delay. Beyond that, no other issue in your way, all the way up through the Beltway in Springfield, 395 north, uh, between the Beltway and the 14th Street Bridge, also in good shape. 66 westbound, working out in Manassas, as you're approaching past the rest area. Single right lane gets you by, also working the express lanes in that same area. And there you get by, single files left, but as of late, you get by without delay. If you're traveling east on 66, beginning before U.S. 29 Centerville and continuing through the Fairfax County Parkway, single left lane gets you by the work. And then just after the Beltway ramps, uh, eastbound 66 headed toward Route 7, works on blocks the right lane of 3. You get by without delay there as well. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Well, it's staying on the cool side as we make our way through the next couple of days. Tuesday, Wednesday, highs in the low to mid-40s with a cold morning start. It's going to be some sunshine in the afternoon, though, so not bad. Rain moves in on Thursday, so expect rain and wet roads for travel. Travel on Thursday and Friday are definitely going to be a problem. That's why we have weather alert days for both those days. Could even be some wintry precipitation on Friday. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, we're looking at 30 degrees in Georgetown. It's 28 Bowie as well in Leesburg, 28 in Holding in our nation's capital. This one a.m. hour, Tuesday morning, December 20th, 2022. Welcome in. This check on WTOP brought to you this morning by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check him out. Lynn the Plumber. It's 120. You know, I've been walking around the house today, and I guess I just never really noticed how many things Dad personally built with his own hands. The moldings, the cabinets, they don't make them like this anymore. I just can't bring myself to imagine taking him out of this house. But you know, since this fall, he's really unsteady on his feet. And I'm afraid he could hurt himself. And it's just really too much for mom to handle alone. And with us both living so far away, it's becoming impossible to be here for them. Friends told me about the great experience they've had with Warm and Home Care. So maybe they can help us too. With Warm and Home Care, your loved one can stay safe and happy in their own home. While a caregiver provides essential services, personal hygiene, medication reminders, light housekeeping, and more. Family owned and operated, the Warman family has spent over 30 years providing happiness at home to families like yours. Learn more about the Warman difference at WarmanHomeCare.com. That's W A R M A N HomeCare.com. Warman Home Care. Happiness at home. Thank the Lord for the night. You're with WTOP, Matt Dean Lane. Help Ukrainian children, Shazam this song. Scroll down Shazam. Open on YouTube. Follow the link and donate. You're listening to WTOP News. Good Tuesday morning, December 20th. Welcome into WTOP at 122. Glad you're with us this early hour. In the tech world this morning, is Elon Musk's erratic and chaotic time as the head of Twitter coming to an end? A poll that Musk himself actually put out recently on Twitter late in the weekend reveals a clear verdict with more than 57% of the respondents saying he should quit just two months after buying the social media platform in the first place. So will he follow through and actually step down? This morning we turn to Wall Street Journal reporter Tim Higgins, who has covered Musk extensively and is also the author of Power Play, Tesla, Elon Musk, and the Bet of the Century. 
In a lot of ways, it doesn't matter. Even if he does say that he's not going to be taking the reins for day-to-day control of the company, he ultimately does control it as the owner of this now privately held company. And as we know from watching him in the operation of his other companies, whether it's SpaceX or Tesla or the startups that he has, at the end of the day, he's the boss. He might not have the title of chairman at Tesla, for example, but he is still, without a doubt, calling the shots there. And a Twitter that he owns without a doubt, is going to have a huge imprint from him, even if he does find somebody to do the boring job of running it day to day. Well, how much of this has to do with Tesla? Because its stock price has tanked here over the past year, and some people are really grumbling about his absence from Tesla's affairs. How are the two related, if at all? Well, under a lot of pressure, to say the least, Tesla shareholders for years have been patient with his sideshows, if you will, or his uh, mercurial ways, in large part because they've seen Tesla stock just go to the moon, and they have been benefited greatly from that. And in a lot of ways, there has been an Elon premium in the stock. And this is, in some ways, the first kind of real shock to the system as, as the shares have fallen so dramatically. Tesla faces a lot of hurdles. Part of it is macroeconomic issues that the automotive industry in general is facing, but also there is real concern that Elon is distracted from his day jobs at Tesla and SpaceX and just worries that he's taken his eye off the ball as the company deals with issues perhaps ahead of a recession. You know, when you're so famous, everything you do is so public. And uh, he got this new toy He played with it for a while. It looks like he broke it. I mean, it's losing a lot of money, Twitter. And now, is he just growing tired of it? One of the concerns and one of the warnings before Elon ultimately bought Twitter was that he might not fully realize or fully appreciate the kind of headache that he was trying to buy. Content management has really been a challenge for the likes of Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and Snap over the years. As you know, in Washington, lots of lawmakers have taken an interest in these kinds of companies and the powers they have. And Elon here in the last few weeks is really getting a front row seat. It just how difficult it can be. Early on, before he took control of the company, he talked about how he wanted it to essentially be an open platform and that really the only restrictions would be those of legal issues and that this would be kind of an open place for freedom of the speech. And then within the weeks of ownership, he continually finds new ways and new policies that he wants to change and add that these have been controversial. With the latest on Elon Musk, Tim Higgins with the Wall Street Journal, talking with Hillary and Sean, also the author of Power Play, Tesla, Elon Musk, and The Bet of the Century. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Where we bring you money news each half hour at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Let's check in now with Jeff this early morning. Tesla lost 163 points Monday. The Nasdaq fell 1.5%. L3 Harris Technologies has agreed to buy Rocket Jet Aerodyne for $4.7 billion, a deal Lockheed Martin tried two years ago. Regulators blocked it. D.C.'s unemployment rate fell to 4.6% in November, the lowest since at least 1976. The most read magazine in America is AARP's monthly magazine, and it reached a record 39 million readers this year. 
Jeff Claywell, WTOP News. Hi, guys. It's Mark. Are you struggling with ED? Did you know that a major medical breakthrough is now available and it isn't a pill? Today, Wednesday, December 14th, we're running a one-day special you won't want to miss out on. Monument Medical Clinic uses the most powerful form of wave therapy. This is a technology clinically shown to repair blood vessels and improve blood flow. It's backed by 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge. If you're ready to regain that spark in the bedroom, today is your day. Call us now and you'll qualify for the assessment and ultrasound totally free. You'll also get a gift that can produce rapid and powerful results in the bedroom in minutes. You're going to love that.